Hi, this is David Strickle. Welcome to the Stream of David podcast, where we tap into higher consciousness to answer all of life's questions and guide you toward living all your dreams. So sit back, relax, open your mind if need be, and come along with us on this journey of higher enlightenment. Hi, everyone. Welcome. This podcast is brought to you by my eight-week Abundance Breakthroughs Transformation Program. You've heard me talk about this program before on this podcast, and I can't stop talking about it because the results that I've gotten for my clients has just been amazing. It's been so transformative in their lives, and I'm very much in communication with everyone as they come out of this program. I become friends with everyone as they go through the program for sure. And it's just incredible to see the difference in confidence the difference in abundance, the difference in their manifestations, their outlook on life, their ability to deal with the obstacles that come their way, their ability to deal with the negative people in their lives. It's absolutely stunning, the transformation. This course was laid out by the stream. I was completely guided to it. Those of you that have been listening to me for a long time, know that I've had this podcast and my intention was to serve with the stream's message via the podcast and via the book, which is finally out. And we'll talk about that later as well. But the course idea was something that was really handed to me. It it unfolded for me and I didn't even realize what was happening in the process. It was very serendipitous, very law of attraction, <laughs> how it all came to be. But now that it's it's out there and I have 26 students enrolled in it and I have three official graduates and I have a few more that are about to come out of it, you know, the transformations are so incredible that I just, I'm so excited about it. I have to share it with you. So if you'd like to watch the testimonial videos, the testimonial videos are posted on our YouTube channel, which is the Stream of David. And there is a playlist called Testimonials. And if you're a member of our Removing Abundance Blocks Facebook group, they're posted in there as well. And if you're not in that group, I do encourage you to join. I'm on there live three or four times a week now, sometimes more. Now that I've launched the book, I'm on there live, it seems, three or four times a day, interacting uh, with all the group members. And you can go into the video archives and see all the testimonial videos. Uh, There's a playlist there as well. So I encourage you to go check those out. And if you're a member of the Facebook group, all of those people are also members of that group. So you can reach out to them and ask them what they thought of the course, what their opinion was of it. And I very much encourage transparency and and interaction there. I really want all of you to explore this. And if you want to know more about it, if you want to know specifics, how long it takes, how much it costs and all that, set up a call with me. I don't charge anything for these initial half hour discovery meetings and I do all of them via Zoom videos so it's always a fun meeting and I realize that everybody I get on the video with is not going to be a candidate for the course and that's fine and even if you're not ready for it one of the things that we do on this in this meeting is we talk about manifesting your path to it if you're not ready for it so reach out send me an email at david at the streamofdavid.com and book your free discovery meeting let's chat and see if the course is right for you. I have people in Europe in this course. I have several Australians in the course. And we're about to enroll one of my listeners, my favorite listener in Africa. You know who you are. We're about to enroll you as well. So very exciting to have uh, such a swath 
of geography uh, in this course, and it's a lot of fun when we get on the group calls together and in the in the private Facebook group, um, you know, interacting with each other from all over the planet. It's really cool. So today's episode is actually all about the book. If you have downloaded the book, and I know I just sound like a big long advertisement sometimes, but the, this is about the book, and of course, the book is all about the stream. And if you've downloaded the book already, I do want to thank you because the stream, Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life debuted at number one on Amazon among new releases in spiritual and self-help titles. And the number one slot, I lost it for a day or two, and then I looked back yesterday and it came back and it's up right now uh, while I'm recording this video. So as of right now, we are the number one new release in spiritual self-help titles. And there are a few other categories also where we are the number one new release on Amazon. So very exciting. Thank you very much for downloading and reading the book. I do appreciate your honest reviews and ratings as well. And I found out uh, over the week, I'm finding all these things out about the publishing business, which, you know, I'm an author, but I'm very new to the publishing business. And I have, you know, was picked up by a publisher. So I have a publishing partner in this uh, book venture. And the publisher informed me that Amazon filters out the reviews, which is probably a good thing. We don't want false reviews for my book. I don't want to, I certainly as an Amazon consumer don't want to buy a product based on someone else's fake review. So I understand that. And one of the ways they filter out these reviews though, is if you download the ebook version and you haven't actually flipped through every page in the book, they will filter out your review. And I know many of you went out the first day and downloaded the book, which is why it was number one. Thank you very much. And sent me, you know, emails and messages telling me that you, you know, loved the book so much and you were going to, going to go right to Amazon and post a review. And I know a lot of you did that. But if you just got really excited reading the book and went and did a review and have not finished it, they probably filtered that review out. So just be aware of that. I absolutely love seeing your reviews. It's very helpful for the book. It's helpful for me as an author. It's helpful for others who are looking through these different titles because quite frankly, this book is not intended for everyone. It's intended for those who are vibrationally matched to this type of material. Channeled spiritual guidance is not for everyone. And a lot of people, unfortunately, don't understand or believe in the law of attraction. And of course, I, I understand that that's because a lot of people have experimented with it and not had the results they want. But the stream is here to guide us to that, to tell us the whole story on the law of attraction and to really dive into polarity and all the issues that impact our ability to manifest intentionally. So that's what the book is all about. That's what the course is all about. If you listen to the stream much, you know, you hear this all the time, but it's a very important message for all of us to understand that polarity is impacting our mood all the time. And I was talking to one of my clients this morning about the difference between being up and down the spiral. And that's one of the big parts of our coursework is, is really recognizing when you're down the spiral and having the tools to get out of that position, to move up the spiral into more positive territory. And the fact that I know now when I'm starting to go down the spiral, and as soon as I realize that, I stop and clear because I do not want to make any decisions from down the spiral. I do not even want to think about anything. I don't want to go down any path of thought while I'm down the spiral because that path of thought 
will not serve me. And I know now, as, as we all do, if you've been listening to these podcasts, that the down the spiral time is intended to create your negative manifestations. It's intended by design to create your obstacles and to even slow, if not completely halt, your desires. Because we didn't come here to just achieve everything on demand. We came here to have a mix of positive and negative. We came here to experience some obstacles for sure and grow and expand as our soul consciousness being from the process of overcoming obstacles. We know that. So we're not really tricking the law of attraction when we manifest intentionally, when we intentionally pull ourselves out of negative emotion. We're really, in my opinion, leveling the playing field. Because in our current day society, we have so much negative coming at us if we allow it in, if we're reading the news, if we're allowing ourselves to get really engrossed in politics. And by engrossed, I don't mean participating in politics. The stream has been very clear, and I agree that if you want to be involved in politics, be involved in politics. We all have that choice. But without judgment, the stream guides us to not allow any topic to drag us down our spiral, to understand what politics is really all about, and to understand that we have the greatest impact from our up-the-spiral positive position, our higher consciousness-connected example, and that looking at things and feeling fear only adds fuel to whatever you're looking at. We see examples of that in politics, not just in the United States. I know many of you are listening in other countries. You see it in your societies as well. That that which is feared the most often gains power. Because fear, via the law of attraction, fuels. Fear attracts, as we all know. So if you allow things to build negative emotion in you, you're only going to receive more things to feel negative emotion about. But if you approach politics like any other topic, from an up-the-spiral positive point of view, looking for solutions rather than looking at the problems, trying to find common ground, not always looking for fault, not getting sucked into news media. And, you know, there's an entire industry out there of people who exist to do nothing but agitate and complain about the opposing party, regardless of which side you're on. And the ones doing the agitating know that very well because it's their job, it's their business. When that person comes into office that their followers dislike, that's a big payday for them because they know if they get on television, the internet, radio, wherever they are on a podcast and start to really agitate, that's very appealing to a lot of people. Let's, let's look at all the horrible things that are going on. Let's talk about all of the negative aspects. Let's get on here and, and, and as a collective, let's just think about this and focus on this and just talk about how bad it is and how it should be different. 
and how people should think the way that we think. It's very popular and it's very effective. I promise you there's more people listening to those podcasts than are listening to mine for sure. But I'm not trying to talk to all of those masses. I'm trying to talk to all of you who are vibrationally matched to tuning all of that stuff out, making feeling good and connecting to source your top priority, learning to manifest abundance intentionally. And I always use the term abundance because it's not always about money. It can be. But when I say abundance, I'm always saying an abundance of everything in balance. Happiness, excellent health, a body that you love, good friends, satisfying relationships, stuff, trips, wonderful experiences, all of it. And the first step in receiving all of that is understanding that you are worthy of that, that you can achieve it, that there are things that are perhaps holding you back, but my work is all about guiding you to your personal power and guiding you to a better life by manifesting intentionally on any topic that you desire. And that's what the book is all about. That's what the course is all about. In fact, I, I got an email just this past week wanting to know what the difference was between the book and the course. And I thought it was an excellent question since I'm on here kind of peddling both of those to you today. The book is inspiring. The book has life-changing tools. The book explains basically the meaning of life, why the universe exists, why positive and negative exist. The book uses my life as an example of overcoming obstacles, of discovering your source connection, of finding your path to a life of freedom and joy. The book does all of that. The course, however, is very different. The course takes the same stream of thought for sure. It's all from the stream and takes a very individual, personalized, strategic approach to identifying abundance blocks, finding a path to forgiveness, thus releasing the power that your transgressors hold over you in order to move up your spiral. The course also gives you very personalized strategy and tools to learn to maintain your position on the virtual vibrational spiral, to learn how to recognize and move out of negative emotion at will, thus placing you higher on the spiral and more positive emotion, giving you a happier existence and allowing you to manifest more of your desires at will. So it's very specific to you. There's a lot of personal coaching that I do in this course. And it takes eight weeks. So in addition to the strategy and the tools and the time span so that we know these things have taken hold in you, there's also the accountability. Because when you're in the course and you go missing on me, I will go find you and bring you back in. I've done it several times and some of you are laughing right now listening. Because I take personal responsibility for your success and you don't graduate from the course 
until we meet and know that we've accomplished all of your goals. And then when you graduate from the course, you go into the secret Facebook alumni group where you have access to other graduates forever. As long as we can have that Facebook group, you're in it. Because this is a lifelong process. All of this is. You don't learn to maintain your vibration and learn to manifest intentionally and then sit back and just live the rest of your life on autopilot. And I know that there are some teachers out there teaching that, but the stream has been very clear with me that it doesn't really work that way. And I have yet to see an example of a human being that's just living a completely contrast-free life of perfection. And if you are, congratulations. Tell me how you did it. And I'll do another course based on that. So the podcast today, 17 minutes in, is all about the book and the course, but we're going to just talk about the book from here on out. In fact, I'm going to give the stream a day off today. I'm going to read some of their excerpts from the book to you, some of my favorite passages in the book. Here are some excerpts from the stream, Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life. From Chapter 2, Theology from the Stream. Many of the rules are based on old, often ancient writings that people regard as sacred. We have communicated via human channels throughout history and will continue to do so. As we stated earlier, these channels always result in a blending and offer a seasoned message that appeals to certain members of the collective who are asking, and the message is tailored for that specific time and place. These messages are often quite pure, messages of positive thought, of light, representing our energy, the energy that is the source of all creation. These messages have also been received, transcribed, and often altered from their original state, either by the channel themselves or by those who wish to tailor the message to fit their own beliefs or desires. One claiming to speak the voice of Source or God is not new, nor claiming that a man-made set of rules came directly from these sources with the intention of controlling others. We will never seek to control or judge those in physical form. Our desire is to remind the collective of their connection to our positive energy and offer guidance when asked, not to decide on any direction or activity. To us, it is all the same. Birth, death, good, evil, hunger, happiness, drought, abundance, and so on are all part of the human experience and all generate expansion by driving increased desire among the physically focused, thus new creation. Your motivation is to seek joy. You are either connected to your stream and living in joy or you are not. It is really that simple. You often place bumps in your path just to overcome them and experience the joy of that. We would never seek to take that away from you as it is part of your experience here on earth. If you are a religious person and at your core you feel good about that and about how being part of that makes you feel, then our guidance is to continue to do it. If it does not make you feel good or you have questions, our guidance is to meditate and seek clarity from within. If your clarity leads you away from your religion, we promise you that you can find the joy you seek within. That was from chapter two of the stream, Theology. 
That was the streams portion of the book. If you haven't read the book yet, the book is a lot like the podcast. You get my perspective in a lot of the chapters, followed by the streams perspective. They use my life story as an example. And, and regarding theology, I was associated with three different Christian churches growing up. Actually, four if you consider the fact that my father married a woman who was Catholic and we went to midnight mass and things like that, uh, visiting my father over the years. But really, I grew up in the Methodist church, which was a very good experience for me, a very positive experience. I attended uh, the First United Methodist Church in Minden, Louisiana, and it was actually a, a lovely place. And I don't recall a lot of judgment. I don't recall a lot of negativity. It was actually pretty benign. There was a lot of fellowship. Methodism in, in itself is um, it's Methodism. You get together and kind of do the same thing every Sunday in reverence to God. And, you know, it was a nice way to grow up. But then part of my family split off and went to the First Baptist Church. And that was a very different experience for me. Very charismatic. Uh, definitely up and down the spiral more, <laughs> so to speak. And then a little later in high school, I, if you read the book, you'll hear the story about how I actually moved out of my mother's house in high school. It was on my own. And the family that I was living with uh, attended what is called a primitive Baptist church. And um, in the South, that's a very specific type of religion that is, uh, in, in the case of the church that I attended, was very based uh, in racism, actually. It was a very, you know, separate, segregationist uh, type society. And it was an interesting experience to go in and kind of be among all of that because I was, I, you know, even though I was raised around people who definitely were prejudiced, if not completely racist, uh, I never thought that way. I knew from a very early age that that was just wrong. The small town where I grew up was 50-50, half black and half white. And there were black people working for my grandmother, working for my aunt. They were around us and they were wonderful and they were religious and they were reverent and they were friendly and kind. And I could never wrap my head around how they would be created by God and be less than. That never made sense to me. No one could ever answer that for me. So that never made sense. So that never was something that I absorbed. So when you hear people say that they're a product of their environment or they can't help themselves because they were raised a certain way, I call bullshit on that. That's not true because I was raised to be racist and I was not. So just a little tidbit there. And I go into all of that in the book also. And I'll now read from chapter five, finance, the stream. Money is an area where many find difficulty manifesting because there is so much fear around the topic. Financial fear is used to sell you many things. Buy this or you'll lose money. Do this or your money will evaporate. If you don't do this, you will pay more. Those of you who depend on jobs to generate income often live in fear of losing your jobs. Your employers threaten poverty if you do not do as they wish. As consumers, you have great fear of being cheated. This fear manifests situations almost daily where you are being taken advantage of by the businesses that serve you. Your health care is a prime example of how your fear of pain, illness, and death allow your money to be taken from you. There is a constant stream of negative information intended to motivate you through fear, so much so that many of you are no longer even aware of it. But there are those for whom money flows freely. On that topic, they are confident knowing that their money will always flow and grow to great proportions. 
you have likely encountered these people. In some cases, they were born into wealth, yet were easily able to earn a great deal of money on their own. While others were born poor, but amassed great fortunes starting from nothing, sometimes without extensive education, it seems luck was on their side. Some seem to always fall into money, winning at gambling, investments, and business ventures. Others become wealthy, go broke, and end up wealthy again in a brief amount of time. There has been much discussion on this topic, perhaps more than any other regarding manifestations. Many have written books, produced movies, or hosted expensive workshops on the topic, among other things. There is great desire for information on this topic. There is only one answer to the question of how to manifest money. You must consistently align with the essence of what having money feels like. This is easier when you expect wealth. If you are born into a wealthy family and are told from a young age that you will inherit a great fortune, you will have a path to being very confident about money. If this fortune evaporates and you end up having to find another path, as long as you maintain your belief, the money will flow back to you easily. This will be easier since you have spent many years projecting the belief that money will come and always be there. In this example, if you were told that you inherit, would inherit a great fortune, but that it was very difficult to come by and very easy to lose if you were not careful, you would likely adopt a different, different attitude toward money, and it would indeed elude you. And from chapter 18, Religious and Spiritual Organizations from the stream, no person or group will ever make up for lack of connection to your stream. If you are looking for life changes or to advance in a more positive direction, you may notice friends and loved ones attempt to pull you back to being the person they are familiar with. Your positive new direction may be a threat to them. They may think you are weird for reading this book or meditating or trying new things that please you rather than them. Our guidance is to focus on you first and allow them to drift from your life if they are no longer compatible with the in the stream version of you. You will soon find others that will be a better match to who you are now. You are all constantly evolving in one direction or another. No physically manifested being is static. You should be the one who chooses your path of evolution. The law of attraction will take care of your need for community. And finally, from chapter 20, Next Age, The Stream. As we said in our introduction, we are not and do not wish to be a deity or religion. We are not looking to build a church or establish rules or seek to control you in any way. We have blended with many humans who shared our message only for them to be paired with another who seeks to package and sell our wisdom and to twist our words in order to control those whom they have judged as unholy, infidels, or sinful. We have also seen our channeled words become laundered to the point that the larger message, the message of our perspective on topics humans find very difficult to navigate, is dumbed down to how to manifest material things. It is our promise that no vacation home, Lamborghini, or yacht will fill the void of having a true source connection. It is possible, even common, 
for humans to focus on attracting material things because they have allowed themselves to be trained to work, consume, reproduce, and die. This cycle served the interests of your government and religious leaders. A productive population replete with consumers filled their coffers. This also provided the population growth needed to build armies to defend their nation or religion, which are often one and the same. This practice continues today. You often see those in your society who have achieved great wealth and power, only to be filled with anger, even murderous rage. You ask why the angry one, the one perceived as evil, seems to have all the money and power. This is because of their beliefs. Perhaps this wealth and power were passed down from their parents, so they always believed they would have it. But fear of losing it, because it is the only security or sense of worth they have known. Others believe that you must be the dominant one to gain power and money in your world. Universally, there is no good or evil. Everyone gets what they believe. We also see many of you in frustration, believing being a nice or good person will bring you abundance. Being kind to your fellow humans is not wrong. You should not associate kindness with weakness or poverty, but don't expect it to bring wealth or health unless you are also aligned with those things. These things are all independent of one another. So those are just a few of the excerpts of the streams channeled material that I wrote in an automatic writing state in this book, The Stream, Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life. And I'm going to leave you with a portion that I wrote. In this book, I go into great detail talking about my mother and the fact that we didn't have a very good relationship in life and that she didn't have a very good life, in my opinion. But I did dedicate the book to her, so I'm now going to read you that dedication. For my mother, Linda Fay Rushing Strickle never wanted to have kids. She didn't necessarily want to get married. Her dream was to escape her small-town life and the rocky relationship she had with her mother and travel the world as a flight attendant, a very glamorous life in the late 1950s. She abandoned her dreams and settled into the life society told her she was supposed to live, a dutiful wife and mother. In the end, that did not unfold as she had intended. In fact, her entire life, from my perspective, was one of disappointment and very little joy, an existence and not much more. In this book, I write about my relationship with my mother, among other things, and how it shaped my early life and continued to impact me well into my 30s. I tell my story from my point of view, as we all do. I do not sugarcoat, but I also do not intend this to be a mommy dearest tell-all for revenge. I have a better relationship with my mother in her now state, which is death, than I ever had when she was alive. She is in a far better state, one of pure positive energy. And I now recall her as the thinner, wealthier, healthier, happier version of herself. For this is her now existence, or at least my comprehension of it. I dedicate this book to her for the gifts that she was able to give me, the gift of life, which I cherish dearly for all its contrast and beauty, the gift of freedom, allowing me to develop into the person I am today, flaws and all, and the gift of knowing what I don't want and developing a strong ability to overcome and find a path to joy, regardless of the obstacles I place in my path. I know she wanted to be more and do more, 
I know she loved me the best she could. I know her soul expanded from the obstacles she experienced here, whether she overcame them in her lifetime or not. I know she is happy now, and that brings me joy. Thank you, Linda. Namaste. So you didn't receive any fresh channeled messages today, but you did get to hear some channeled writing, even though my reading is not great. I am dyslexic, remember? <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, we will be back next week with a regular podcast with a fresh new message from the stream. And I hope that you are enjoying your copy of the stream, Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life. And if you don't have a copy, please go grab one now. Get the ebook version while it's a while it's a dollar ninety nine. The paperback is coming out in a few days. There will be a hardcover in the future. I'm not sure of the date of that, to be honest with you. It all depends on book sales. We invest in hardcover books if the paperback and the ebook do well, and we invest in a audio version, or I should say, I invest the time in an audio version if the ebook and the hardcover and the paperback do well. I'm going to start recording that pretty soon, though, because it's going to take me some time. Obviously, with my reading skills, it's going to take me some time. So I hope you enjoyed that. And if you have any questions about the book, certainly reach out. Email me at david at streamofdavid.com. And if you're interested in the course, if you're just a little bit curious, send me an email. We'll set up a discovery call. It'll be fun to meet in person face-to-face. There's no obligation in doing these at all. And if you desire and you are a good fit for the course, we'll manifest your path to it. It works every time. Thanks a lot. <laughs>